There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, October 9, 2020. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new like this podcast is brought to you by Kumu. Yep, got a sponsor, baby. Brought to you by Kumu, so if you listen to Halala Show, you already know what Kumu is. But in case it's your first time, Kumu, live streaming app by Filipinos for the Filipinos. So you can use Kumu Live, go make friends online, have fun, and you might even earn a little bit of money. I'll talk about them later on, but welcome to the podcast. What a great week it's been, guys and girls. I I feel like my diet has been in check. I've been eating healthy for the most part. I haven't had any really bad days, except for maybe Monday was kind of rough, but everything else, I was able to control everything. I was really happy with myself. A uh, lot of uh, chicken chicken thighs, man. I bought a bunch of chicken thighs last week, and I was so happy because the normally I shop at uh, Podium, you know, the bougie Podium, and they, they never restock their chicken thighs. I don't know why. I always ask, Ate my chicken thighs, man. Wala pa, sir. Hindi pa nagdi-deliver. Every week. So I don't know why. I, I'm going to have to check maybe Robinson's Galleria or something to check out if they have thighs this week. But damn, I was eating healthy. I had some vegetables. I was eating protein shakes and shit too to, to fill in the gaps. So really happy with myself. But also, boys and girls, I got my, uh, my smart lights. I told you about it. Did I tell you about it last week? I bought two smart bulbs, which for, for my ceiling. But you know, they're light bulbs, so you can, if you have a lamp, you can use them too. Dude, they are awesome. They're called the Xiaomi Yi lights. Uh, I don't have a link for them, but, uh, if you want to buy them, use the Halalo, uh, Lazada link, please. But it's, uh, Y-E-E-L-I-G-H-T, Yi light. Uh, there's a few sellers online, so wherever you can find it on Lazada, just look at the reviews just to see if they're trustworthy sellers. Highly, Recommend it. It took a little. It was kind of a pain in the ass to uh, to set them up ish, but it's incredible. Like you can pre. Ha- there's so many presets. I figured out how to set it with Siri, so I can you know say, well, I, I don't want to say because it's gonna use it on my phone. But you can say, hey Siri, turn on the lights and blah 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 blah. It's really cool. There's uh, there's a bunch of color settings on it. I don't know if I'm gonna use all the color settings because there's so many. But it's really cool. Like all from the comfort of your phone, your your voice. Um, yeah. I mean, for those of you who are like skeptical about technology spying on you, I don't think that these lights have microphones or anything. So it should be good. I hope they don't. So it, it's really highly recommended. Actually, I'm going to post on Instagram today. Uh, just check out uh, one of my IGTV vlogs in case you listen to this episode late. Uh, it's a Jay in the Life episode 121. Just it, It's not a comprehensive review or anything. It just shows you the process and like what it looks like and how I set it up. It, it's really, it's just a good time, guys. It's really, I'm really happy with that purchase. I highly recommend it. It's not sponsored, by the way, except uh, for Kumu. <laughs> Kumu. But it's really, it's just something worth it, I think. 
especially if you only have a few light bulbs in your house. It's just making your house even more, I don't know. It gives you some dynamic. Like you could, you could put on sexy time lights. You could put on cool lights when you're watching a movie. Uh, or, you know, just, I guess the, if there's anything that maybe would be the most beneficial thing for those of you who are maybe trying to save money or trying to make things, make life easier, you can set presets so that when you come home, it'll turn on. Uh, you can set it so that it turns off automatically. Let's say you, you can't sleep without the light on for whatever reason, cause there's ghosts in your room. You can set it so that it turns off after a certain amount of time so that you're already asleep. It's really cool. It's really cool, man. Uh, so that's one thing that I've improved. I bought a mop, uh, which I also have been using and I'm really happy with that purchase as well, spin mop. And, yeah, I'm trying to debate what the next few steps are because I did say I was going to go over what I was going to do with this uh, with my house. Definitely painting the walls. I'm going to repaint my walls white uh, like just because they're like smudges and shit on the, the walls. So I'm going to try to make it look nice. I was debating if I should make it a different color, like maybe like light gray or some baby blue, but I'm going to go with white. So that's that's the update on my life in terms of my house. Uh, my place is relatively clean. I've been able to stick with, you know, washing my dishes after I'm done with them, folding my clothes if I'm not using them, putting stuff away to where, you know, designated spots. I, I'm really working on that. I know I talk about minimalism a lot, and I, I like to believe that I am a minimalist for the most part because, you know, I don't really buy anything uh, for for, you know, just random shit. But I am very messy, so I'm trying to work on that in my life. So yeah, that's that. Okay, what are we here for? I know you guys want to know what I'm watching this week. Oh, shout out to Fit Jeffy, by the way, who, uh, who tells me, who told me rather that she enjoyed my recommendation of Up in the Air with George Clooney on Netflix. Thank you for that. And also, she says, please keep talking about basketball because her boyfriend actually likes hearing about what I have to say about basketball. I'll save the basketball talk to the end. So that's more because I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm guessing based on my demographic who listened to this, it's like the least interesting thing for you guys. So uh, let's start with the movies, the movies, the movies, the movies, the movies. I don't know. I forgot if I talked about it last week. But if you haven't seen the movie Upgrade, it's really good. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's basically it's like a mix between Terminator and I don't even know. It's just a sci-fi movie. The premise is this guy gets into a car accident with his wife, and then these like thugs do some bad stuff, and he becomes a quadriplegic, so he can't really walk. Uh, and then the scientist offers him a computer implant that can make it, that can control his body. That's that's just like the basic premise. It was really good. It's directed by the same guy. Who directed uh, the movie I talked about last week, The Invisible Man, like the new Invisible Man? So it was really good, man. I I, I thought it was such a great, like, fun movie to watch. It really gets you thinking uh, about you know moral dilemma. It basically could have been a extended uh, Black Mirror episode. I mean that's that's the, that's the vibes that I get. The it, there's also some comedy in it. Uh, the effects are really good given the budget. I looked it up because I, I, you know how I do things. So after the movie, I looked it up. The, the budget wasn't that big, but it looked fantastic. So I would highly recommend Upgrade. Uh, I also uh, watched for the first time Clue, the 1980-something movie Clue with Tim Curry and, and Christopher Lloyd. I was I was actually very entertained. 
If you haven't seen Clue, I thought it was very good. Like it's a who done it, like who murdered who, but it's a comedy. The the dialogue is really good. Tim Curry, who plays the butler, is fantastic. Like he's so good in that movie. It's so it's just a fun movie. I mean, the endings cuz the the way it works is at least the one that I uh, found online. <laughs> the endings are uh there's three different endings. What I read about it on Wikipedia was when the movie came out in the 80s. When you went to the theater, each theater only showed you one ending. So if you wanted to watch the other two endings, you'd have to catch it in a different screening, which I think is fucked up. <laughs> but the one that you can get uh, on DVD, for example, they have all three endings at the end. And it's really nice. I mean, it keeps you guessing who does it. it I don't know if you might, you might... I can understand if you might find a little sense of dissatisfaction at the end because you're like, that's it. That's what happened after all of that. But I think just the running around, the dialogue... For me, the dialogue is what really makes it good. It's so funny. It's really funny and it's witty. I I recommend it. I, I, I've never seen it before. Believe it or not, I've never seen that movie before. So I was really happy because, you know, I always see it uh, referenced online and uh, Reddit discussions, sometimes in casual conversation if you're playing board games because it's based off the board game Clue, which I've never played. I don't know how to play that shit. But if you, you know, if, if you've ever heard the term like, oh, it was Colonel Mustard in the study with the candlestick, that, that's the, that's the reference, you know, it's from Clue. So if you, if you have a chance to find that online, uh, and watch it, I think it's really, really good. Um, speaking of movies, what else? What else? I watch Wonder. Oh, Wonder is a great movie. Uh, W-O-N-D-E-R, W-O-N-D-E-R starring Julie Roberts. Owen Wilson and the kid, I forget his name. It's the same kid from Good Boys, the the movie I talked about like a few weeks ago, the comedy. Uh, he's also the kid in Room, J- Jacob Willamette. Ah, oh, fuck, what's that kid's name, man? Jason, uh, something Tremblay. Hold on, uh, Jay Tremblay. Gotta Google it for you. Mm-mm-mm. Jacob, Jacob, Jacob Tremblay. It's called Wonder. The movie is about uh, this kid who is born with a birth defect where his face is really like it's de- deformed. And uh, it's just basically his story of going to school. Like his first, you know, he's he's put into school and how he has to deal with the, the bullying. But it also tackles aspects of his sister, his friends, his family. It's really good. It's like a heartwarming movie. It's based off a book, which I haven't read. Uh, let me look that up, actually. Wonder book. The book is, I'll talk about a book that I'm reading, by the way, later. Uh, it's by RJ Palacio. Uh, it's a children's novel by Raquel Jaramillo under the pen name of RJ Palacio. Uh, let me see if it, if it has a little synopsis. So it's about, uh, a son who noticed a girl, what? An instant where her son noticed a girl with a severe facial difference and started to cry. Blah, blah, blah. Wait. Oh, no, no. Sorry. Anyway, it's just basically about a kid with a facial deformity and he, how he deals with things. Highly recommend that movie, too. It's not on Netflix. Sorry. Uh, I also watched... What else did I watch, man? I don't I don't even remember what else I Oh, I tried to watch. Okay, I tried. I tried to watch Emily in Paris. That show fucking sucks, man. It's really popular too. It's like number 2 on Netflix. I, I guess there's there's a it's an acquired taste or for, for some people really maybe you'll enjoy it. It's got 
Actually, I really like her. I mean, I find a really beautiful um, Lily Collins in it. But I was so bored and I thought it was just so like the humor did not hit. You know, it's that typical fish out of water Englishman in America or, or Frenchman, uh, American in France kind of thing. It's just it's, you know, all the loss in translation stuff. It's 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 basic as fuck. <laughs> so I stopped around episode three. I wasn't really feeling the vibe of it. It's it's just it, it wasn't for me. Uh, I also watched the documentary American Murder, The Family Next Door, and that movie is fucked up. Holy! It's not, I mean, sorry, it's a, it's a documentary. It's based on a true story. I never heard of this story. It's about this woman and her children who disappear. And you'll find out later who does it. And it's all done by like, uh, archival footage of police cameras. Also, um, Anababa. It's police footage. Uh, social media posts and uh, other recordings like made from the police like confessions and stuff dude it's really fucked up it's really fucked up like you're like god damn that's fucked up I don't want to spoil it because it just came out maybe I'll talk about it next week I'll give you a week to catch up on it okay after the week you're done okay it's on Netflix you should be able to find time to watch it hopefully if you're not too busy and then we can talk about it next week. But I, I'll, I'll put it here on my list of things to talk about next week. American Murder, The Family, Next Door. Good stuff. I mean, it just makes you really... There's so many fucking crazy people out there in the world. And they seem normal. That's the thing. They seem freaking normal. And they can lie right to your face. Oh, my goodness. So I watched that. I also rewatched the Expendables movies. I don't know why. It was just something I put on in the background. Expendables 1, Expendables 2. Uh, I decided to forego 3 because that movie sucks. But Expendables 1 and 2, man, what a, what a, what a testosterone filled film, right? Diva. Like, Latsila is super batak and they just, they're like, they were the, you know, they were always the man in their movies back in the 90s to early 2000s. Of course, it's a Sylvester Stallone movie. And I guess Jason Statham is the second lead. But, dude, th- those movies are just so fun to watch. The action is just, it's, it's to the point where it's comedic. We're like, no way. No way they would kill all these guys in this fashion without getting killed themselves. It's just, you know, it's, it's really to beef them up. It's just, it's just like a dick sucking thing for all these guys. You know, they're sucking their own dicks with this, with these movies. And I think it's awesome, by the way. I'm not using that in a negative connotation. It's just, imagine if you were going to put yourself in an action movie or the way you daydream about action scenes, it's basically that's how it is. Like you won't get shot. You kill everybody. You have all these incredible guns and skills. Such a fun movie, man. Expendables one and two. Three, three sucks. Three is so bad, but. It's also worth the watch if you've already seen the first two. Just watch it one time, and then you'll never want to watch it again. But they, I mean, they have all the stars. Just to watch it for like the the one liners, you know, to see Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Bruce Willis, all in one film. I think three is the one that Antonio Banderas comes in. He was kind of fun in the movie. But I don't think he could save it. So yeah, Expendables. And yeah, that's, that's the, uh, that's what I watched this week. So let me know if you guys catch up on any of those. Oh, I also got Modern Family season 11, which I haven't started yet, but I will very soon. Uh, that's the last season, by the way. So I'm, I'm preparing myself emotionally for that. I'm like really, I don't know. I, I feel like it's going to be, cause I watched that, you know, I watched that show 
when it first came out, I was in the States. Actually, I was working in the movie theater, and I saw the trailer for it in the theater. Because there's something called, uh, it's like the pre-screening, I forgot what it's called, uh, in the theater. So before the trailers, you know, before anyone actually comes in, there's like little previews that advertisers pay for uh for people who come really really early to the theater and modern family was the first one of the first shows there that i saw like season one and i remember that trailer almost not vividly but i remember it how they how they displayed it and i was like this show looks kind of funny so that's how far back like modern family goes for me it's it, 11 years in the making right give or take because it's season 11 i mean i'm sure when it when you i'll look it up Modern fan. I'm pretty sure it started 11 years ago, like 2009. Let me see. No, 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 no way. Because I started working in the theater 2010. Oh, it was September 2009 when the first episode aired. So I guess maybe they were airing some older footage right there. Oh, interesting. Maybe it was season two. Maybe I, my memory is not as vivid as it used to be. But I, I really remember it being displayed in the theater. So 2009 when it's when it came out, the final episode aired this April 2020. So I I'm I'm glad I haven't seen any spoilers for it. I mean, I don't know how you can really spoil a uh comedy, a sitcom rather, but I'm going to I'm going to watch that uh probably this weekend. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. Um okay, before we move on to like the book, I want to talk to you guys about a book that I'm reading. It's really Fantastic. I'm on, I'm only on chapter three, but I, I, I already have read enough for you to recommend this. But, uh, first I gotta talk about my sponsor. Thank you to Kumu. So Kumu, it's a live streaming app, as I mentioned earlier. But basically, you know, it, it's just, you can go on there, you can watch live streams. However, how I would use it, and I have used it in the past, is, uh, you live stream yourself. You can, you can, you know, play guitar or just talk to people. You know, it doesn't really matter what you do as long as it's not, you know, rated R shit. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a good time. Like you can meet people on there. People can donate you diamonds and the diamonds, but here's the best part is convertible into cash. So yeah, if you have any sort of cool skill that you want to display, you can live stream. But if in case you don't want to do that, of course, there's, there's, there's game shows. There's entertainment. I mean, there's everything is like going is like moving to Kumu. Uh, if you've seen, um, Mix and like Mix Philippines, you know, your choice, your music. Mix is doing a lot of stuff on Kumu. There's a lot of celebrities now on Kumu doing their thing on there. And, you know, with the pandemic, it, it's, it's really just something, an extra, it's an additional source of entertainment and, and for some of you, an additional source of income. So just download it, check it out. There, there's, I really like the, uh, the quiz, the quiz games there. It's really fun to, to participate. It's kind of like Pedro before Pedro went defunct. <laughs> I don't even know if I can say that, but are they? Com- well, they're not a competitor anymore. They're gone. But yeah, so Kumu, it, it really, it's where it pays to connect. So go download the app, check it out, get some diamonds, go live stream some shit, man. And yeah. So just remember on the Kumu live stream, you cannot curse or have any uh, profanity on there. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, I know pay bay. I know pay bay. Um, oh, that's what I'm going to talk about the book that I'm reading. Okay. So I'm reading a book. It's called Atomic Habits, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Just look up Atomic Habits by James Clear. And it's the, the, the whole Atomic Habits. Why is it called Atomic Habits? Atomic, not in like atomic, like atomic boom, but like atomic, the microscopic scale. So basically, he, Mr. Clear here is saying that any small habit that you 
incorporate into your life, even if it's a 1% improvement, will down the line exponentially make your life, you know, these habits into uh, a lifestyle. And there's so many takeaways from this book that so far in the first three chapters that I've read that have really kind of already shifted my mindset. Uh, it's, it's basically, there's one part where he's talking about how if you focus too much on the goals and not enough on the process, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice because everyone has similar goals, but it's the process that you really have to change. One of the examples that really, you know, uh, stood out to me was when you're, let's say you're, you're an athlete and you're competing against another athlete and, uh, you want to win the gold medal. I mean, this isn't the exact, uh, example, but this is just how I imagine. This is just how I took it. So the goal of both athletes is the same to win the gold medal. So the goals for each athlete doesn't really change. Like it, it you know, one person is going to lose. So who's going to win between the two athletes with the same goal? It's the, it's the athlete with the better process for at- attaining the goal. So whether how they train, how they eat, their mindset of uh, and philosophy of of how to become better athlete. So I that really I was like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. And, and that's just one of the takeaways that I've gotten so far. Uh, basically, it's just small habits equate to better li- long term things. He even throws in some mathematical like proof in there or mathematical. I don't know. I don't even know what the term is, but it's really. It really is a good book so far. I, I think you should get it already. I, I'm going off on a limb. I mean, I, the rest of the chapters could be really ass, but I, I highly doubt it based on the, it's very simple to read too. It's not, it's not too convoluted. It's, it, you know, it's, it's not pedantic or anything like they, they, he doesn't throw out any scientific words that you won't really understand. Great, fantastic book. I'm going to probably write some notes on it in the future. Uh, so that I can talk to you more about it in detail. But so far, it's one of my, one of the standout books that I've read that, that I would probably recommend to people already. So I'll, I'll read it. I'll probably finish it this week, this weekend and I'll tell you all about it. So please go look into that. Just look into it. Just Google it. See, we'll see if you, if it's your thing. Uh, another book that I'm, I'm gonna read in a bit actually is because on Heard on Thursdays yesterday, I interviewed, uh, a gentleman named Mickey Ingles. He's actually super fucking talented. Like he, he's an athlete. He was an athlete. Well, he's still an athlete, but he was like a UAP, UAP champion uh, in soccer, football, soccer for Ateneo for three years straight. Uh, he's now a lawyer. Uh, but he's also an author and he wrote this book called, uh, Alinam, which is Manila spelled backwards. Alinam, Diego Domingo and the Mandato Ruiz. Wow. I remembered it. It's it's like Harry Potter, but set in the Philippines and with like steampunk. I'm I'm pretty looking forward to reading it. It's it's in English, so uh, for those of you who might be like, oh, I don't know how to read Tagalog, just like you, JC, uh, you won't have a hard time. I don't know if there's a digital copy online. So for I know some of you who listen abroad, uh, you know the, the two of you <laughs> who listen abroad. I'm not sure if there's a EPUB or a, a PDF uh, online version that you can buy. But for those of you locally, you can get it on like the national bookstore on Shopee and Lazada. I'll, I, I haven't rec, I won't recommend it yet because I haven't read it, but it looks really cool. So I'm probably going to read that this weekend as well. Man, look at you, JC, being an intellectual, reading books, fiction and nonfiction. Hmm. 
yeah, I, I've been trying to trying to differentiate my uh, my routine of fucking Call of Duty and and watching movies all the time. But I do. I mean, I'm not complaining about that. Yeah, at least it gives me something to talk about with movies and shit with you guys. And a lot of you do like my recommendation, so you know, I don't regret watching all these movies. But I want to incorporate more stuff. I want to. What's the, you know, the, you know, when you're the, uh, I'm trying to think of an example that you guys can relate to. You know how everyone has a thing? You know, that's the, that's the guy who's all, you know, that's the guy who's big on TikTok. That's the girl who's really good at, at knitting sweaters. That's the guy who can speak four languages. And everyone, you kind of embody that, uh, that persona. You're like, oh, like for example, me, I'm the, I'm the chill guy that watches movies and has a chill life. And I like that. I like that about myself, but I want to add more dynamics to my life. I don't want to just be the guy that sits on the couch and watches movies and plays video games all day. As fun as, as fun as that life is, I want to be a guy who also can speak a third language. I want to be a guy that reads, that, that reads more, that reads books. You know, I want to be a reader. I want to be a reader. And, uh, oh, another takeaway from the James Clear book is by kind of embodying that who you want to be. So if you're, let's say you're a cigarette smoker, the example he used, I remember this distinctly, is there's two people. If you offer them a cigarette, they're both trying to quit. So what's the common answer? The common answer is no, thank you. I'm trying to quit. However, if people say, they say, I mean, based on research, that instead of saying no, thank you, I'm trying to quit, just say no, thanks. I am not a smoker. Your chances of you really believing in yourself and believing that you really are not a smoker will prevent you, will, will, is more likely to prevent you from picking up that cigarette. Something like that. So I want to add more facets to my life. Be more of a jack of all trades rather than a jack of just two trades of movies and video games. So yeah, man. I mean, this is, is this a motivational podcast now, JC? Oh my God, bro. Uh, yeah. That that's why I recommend those 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 uh the book and the movies. If you listen, that's what I recommend for this week. Um, the last thing I'm gonna talk about the basketball. So the Lakers, uh, Lakers won. So feel free if you're a bas- not a basketball fan, you can feel free to tune out. So Lakers fans, congratulations, three and one. Uh, one more game till you guys win the championship. But I gotta say, I told you so, right? I told you, man. It was a very good game though. The uh, game four. Actually, I, I wasn't confident in the Lakers at all until maybe the Anthony Davis three at the, in the fourth quarter. But I was like, damn, the Lakers could actually lose this game. How? How? I mean, they, they, they were playing pretty awful in terms of, uh, the first like half. They were just not doing well. LeBron especially was not doing well. He did finish the game, I think, with a almost or a triple double. I forgot the stat line. I'm not going to look it up. Uh, but I, I had, I think I have to congratulate the Lakers in advance. There's no way. There is no, barring a horrific injury, knock on wood, that it doesn't happen. LeBron James is not gonna lose three games in a row in the finals. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. This guy is, you know, probably the second or even for, to some people, the best player of all time. He is not gonna lose three games in a row, especially to the Chicago, uh, to the Chicago Bulls, to the Miami Heat. If it was maybe like the Golden State Warriors, I could maybe, I could maybe see it happening, them coming back. But no way. No freaking way 
are the Lakers going to lose, or is LeBron rather going to lose three games in a row? Even if it's, he might lose maybe two, I guarantee you in that last game, he's going to just take all the shots. He's going to score 45, have 10 rebounds and 12 assists. He's not going to lose three in a row. Uh, if he does, I don't know what I would do. I mean, I, I've told you I would bet all my money on the Lakers simply because LeBron James is on that team. But that game was ugly, huh? Game four? What an ugly game for the most part. Uh, Tyler Hero was, was really good. Uh, Duncan Robinson also was solid. Jimmy Butler played really passively. I don't know why, because in the first half, he was really putting in work. And then he just kind of, he kind of just started, uh, deferring to his teammates, which is okay. But this is like a win or go home kind of game. And I thought Jimmy Butler really took his foot off the pedal in the second half. Sayang, because it would have been really cool to see him really just jack up all the shots with full confidence. You know, Bam Adebayo also, who came back from injury, had a huge impact on the game too. You know, if Goran Dragic was back, this could really be a series. I still think the Lakers would win, but it would definitely not be 4-3. Uh, it would definitely not be like, let's say if the Lakers win the next game, it would not be a 4-1 win. It would probably be maybe four two. <laughs> I think Goran Dragic is good for one win, good for one win for the Heat. <clears throat> but the game is tomorrow morning, nine a.m. So I'm probably I'm gonna wake up. Definitely gonna wake up to watch that. Uh, I'm gonna heat. I'm gonna root for the Miami Heat because you know I want the game to go longer. I want the series to go longer rather. But uh, you know I don't think it's gonna happen. They're gonna wear the black Mamba jerseys too. So, and I think they're undefeated when they wear the Kobe Bryant Black Mamba jerseys. You know, I saw a tweet online, uh, something about how the people are saying it's insensitive to say that the Lakers are doing this for Kobe, especially for Vanessa Bryant. I kind of agree, but also at the same time, only if they use it for like as a promo. And I think that's what the issue really rose from is that I think the, the Lakers, I don't know if it's the official Lakers like channel or whatever. There's just like, there's there's a lot of promo material kind of using Kobe as uh is it propaganda? No, it's not propaganda. Kobe as like a the rallying cry for the Lakers victory blah blah blah. Makes it kind of unfair in a sense because you know, even Jimmy Butler and and friends are probably huge Kobe fans. So they could be doing it for Kobe too. Only cuz Kobe played for the Lakers, I guess that's why it makes sense. But people are saying it's insensitive to kind of use it as a uh a rallying cry or like a, a tool for motivation. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I'm on the fence about it. I could see it being insensitive, especially to like Vanessa Bryant and them, but I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I'll talk about the final. I, I'm guessing by the time Tuesday rolls around, because wait, hold on. The game is tomorrow, and then the next game, if ever it continues, will be on Sunday if necessary. So by the time my Tuesday podcast comes out, I'm, I'm guessing the Lakers have won already. So just in case, congratulations to the Lakers in advance for winning the championship. I think this win will put them ahead. I think lamang na sila ng isa if they win this against the Boston Celtics in terms of total number of championships. So there's also a lot riding on the line. Because if LeBron loses this series, there's no way he's in contention for the greatest of all time. Even I'll admit that. Because me... I think LeBron is probably the GOAT, man. But that's because I didn't really grow up watching Michael Jordan. I mean, I watched The Last Dance. I watched a few of his years. His, uh, t- I-, I watched a few of the games like on on YouTube and f- and whatever highlights of when he was a Bull, when it was a Chicago Bull. 
Uh, I did see him when he was on the Wizards. Of course, he was old already. But I, I didn't see enough of Jordan to really kind of feel the impact of, of how great he was. But because I, gr- I grew up with the era of LeBron, just seeing what he's done is incredible. And I know he gets a bad rep for his finals record. Was it three and... Three and six in the finals, right? He's gone to nine. This is his tenth final. So if he wins this, he'll be four and four and six. But he gets a bad rep about that. But if you think about it, who did he bring to the finals the first few times around? Uh, and uh, well, actually, no. Sorry, I'll take that back. He had a pretty solid team when he went to. The, okay, I'll take it back. With the Cleveland, when he went to the finals in Cleveland, yeah, he was gonna lose that shit. Come on, who was his team? Name me two other players besides Mo Williams. Was even Mo Williams was even on that team? And Zildjianis Ilgauskas, who's actually a good big man. But I'm just saying, he didn't have another really all-star. I know Big Z was an all-star for a year, I think. But no, no, don't come at me with that. Miami, um, yeah, I mean, they play the Spurs. So, I mean, the Spurs with Kawhi Leonard, who won finals MVP. I mean, come on, bro. Come on, bro. They're going to lose that shit. Uh, he did choke. They did choke against Dallas. I'll give you that. I'll give you that, man. Dallas shouldn't have won that series, but they did. And then, of course, he had to face the fucking juggernaut of the Golden State Warriors for three years. Come on, with Kevin Durant. So, in 2015, they they lost, or was it? I forgot. They won in one year, but then they lost the first year when Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving were got injured. And then, of course, they add Kevin Durant, where they win two more. Of course he's going to fucking lose, bro. Michael Jordan would have lost to that team. I'll, I think I'm pretty sure Michael Jordan and friends would have lost to that Golden that Golden State Warriors team is the best team of all time. It's got to be, man. It's got to be. Not the 72 and 10 team. Not the 70, what is it, 73 and 9 team that, that, that the, the Warriors lost. You know, the 73 and 9 team lost to LeBron James in the finals. But when they added Kevin Durant, even though their record wasn't as good, they were just chilling in the regular season, dude. Like, they weren't even trying. They did, they're like, you know, we're just going to chill out until the finals when we're just going to win it all. Dude, I don't think any team could beat that team. Have you, if you watch those finals, like, there's no way you're beating that team. I cannot fathom a way you can beat that team. It, it, that team was so fucking good. So stacked. They had an all-world scorer in Kevin Durant. They had Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, who are all stars and like the probably the best two best shooters in NBA history. I don't know if Klay Thompson is second best, but Steph Curry for sure has got to be the best shooter in NBA history, hands down. And then you have Draymond Green, you know, with his defensive presence. You also have—I mean, I—I I forgot. You don't even need anyone else on that team. I forgot who their big man was. And then you just throw in other—you know—they had—they had that team was fucking stacked. So you're gonna hold three of those losses against LeBron. I don't think that's fair. So let's say let's say LeBron didn't make it to the finals those three years. He would be right now four and no three and three, right? He'd be three and three. So if he won this, he'd be four and four and three. Because he choked the the Miami one. If you take out the Cleveland one, let's say he lost to let's say Cleveland, right? Let's say they they lost uh, in the. Eastern Conference Finals. So let's say you take that away, you take away the three Warriors ones. He would actually be in the positive, right? He'd be he'd be three and two. Uh, so I don't think it's really fair to hold that against him. You think that Michael Jordan, if he made it to the finals ten times, would have won? Maybe, probably. <laughs> 
But we don't know. I mean, Le- uh, M- Michael Jordan was swept in the first round a few times in his career. I don't think that's ever happened to LeBron. So, I mean, I don't know. It's it's always tough. Who's the greatest of all time? For me, it's LeBron. <clears throat> Sorry. I got a cough. For me, it's LeBron, but simply because I didn't grow up watching Jordan. I mean, stats aside, you, I mean, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of stats. But just seeing what LeBron does, the way he impacts the game is fucking incredible. He's not as good of a scorer as Michael Jordan. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure of that. But in terms of passing, rebounding, and, uh, I guess just being a team player, he's, he's better. Jordan has a better killer instinct, but LeBron James is incredible. He's just, he's just a man on a fucking mission. Uh, yeah, that's it for the podcast, guys. Go download Kumu. I have an account on there. Uh, it's me, JC, same as my personal handle. Follow me on my personals. Sorry, guys. My throat is fucked up right now. I don't know what happened. I just woke up and. Yeah, listen to Hala Hala. We have a new Let's Check Out. Mix 89 is also out, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm really bad at extroing. I just feel like I drone on and on and on. So I'm just going to end it. I'll catch you all uh, on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Enjoy it. Go watch the stuff that I talked about. Go read the book I told you about. And I'll catch you all. Say it with me. Later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 